This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, Fight fans, this is Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with the one and only Tom Loeffler. Tom, uh, welcome to Ireland. Uh, how are you feeling right now? Any jet lag? No, it's great. This is actually my first time in Dublin. Yeah, me too. So we're excited. We're excited that Cecilia Brekus is back in a world title fight. And uh, just looking forward to Saturday night. It's a great show. Right. Well, as you know, we've seen uh, really a boost in female boxing, uh, women's sports in general. I mean, we're talking about across the board from soccer to basketball, boxing, MMA. Um, how does it feel for you to sort of be a part of this and have having backed Cecilia? Oh, it's great. I've seen the progression. We had, we, I did two fights with Leila Ali back a long time ago when she fought on Vladimir Klitschko's show in Madison Square Garden. We couldn't get her on HBO. Then we broke that glass ceiling with Cecilia on HBO and seeing what Katie Taylor is doing now, selling out Madison Square Garden, selling out her arena here, the three arena in Dublin. It's great to see women's boxing coming to that fruition and Cecilia being a big part of, uh, of, of originally leading that charge. Well, her being the first to ever become undisputed. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was big. First ever undisputed, three Guinness Book World Records for female boxing and no, it's great. It's great to see uh, where women's boxing has, has come now with the big arenas, with the TV coverage. The Zona's doing a great job pushing, uh, pushing women's boxing, so we're, we're happy to be on this show. Well, tell me a bit about how camp's gone for Cecilia. Anything you can, you can tell us? Camp's been great. She started in uh, Detroit, training in Detroit with Jonathan Banks, and Detroit sparring is not easy. It was, Jonathan came up with Emmanuel Stewart and the Kronk system. Then she went to London and, uh, and sparred out there for uh, two weeks with five different sparring partners. That was great. And then, uh, and then she's been here for fight week. So she's in great shape. Her weight is great. This will give her, at 154 now, uh, this will give her, as her body ages, it will give her a lot easier time to make the weight. How do you see the fight going on the night? Because, you know, obviously this is the first time that Terry Harper is going to be fighting at this weight class. Just what, your, what are your thoughts overall? Uh, it's great. I mean, Terry Harper is a, is a world champion. You know, she proved the class that she's at, and uh, Cecilia has the pedigree, having so many welterweight title defenses. So it'll be interesting. Cecilia, moving up, this will be her second fight at uh, at super welterweight, and uh, fighting Terry Harper, who's the younger champion. But Cecilia has the experience, so I think it's a great a great matchup to see where where they're both at. Um, just. Out of curiosity, just would like to know, uh, you know where this question's going? <laughs> I have a good feeling. <laughs> everyone everyone asks me. Oh, okay. Yeah. How many interviews how have you done so far today? Uh, actually, you know, today at the press conference is the first one, okay. so we're happy okay. happy to see a familiar face there in Dublin. <laughs> so I got to know what's going on with Triple G. Well, Triple G uh, is spending time with his family. He took some time off after that last uh, Canelo fight. So he's earned it. Everything that he's accomplished in boxing, so many title defenses, so many knockouts. Um, so he's taken some time off. He hasn't decided what he wants to do yet. Um, so, you know, we're just waiting on his decision. And then whatever he decides to do, we, we support him 100%. I've been with Triple G since 
2011, 2012 was his first fight on HBO. So he's, uh, I just checked the uh, Ring Magazine, he's almost at 600 weeks in the Ring top 10 list. So all of his accomplishments, I think he's deserved uh, to decide what he's going to do. And uh, like I said, as soon as he decides to do that, you know, his team will support him 100%. The general consensus is that with him relinquishing his belt, that he is planning to retire. Do you think that that is going to be the case or do you feel like he still has a fight or two left in him? You know, when he first started, when I first started working with him, that was his biggest desire was to become the undisputed champion because he felt if he fought the champions, he was fighting the best people in the division. So that was his goal, to, to win all the titles. You know, he couldn't get the one from Billy Joe Saunders. That one, you know, just was impossible to make. Um, but now, where he's had all the titles that he's had, um, he's just focused on whatever he's going to do, whatever's best for him, and especially whatever's best for him and his family. So, um, you know, just because... Uh, he had vacated a couple of titles doesn't mean that either he's done boxing, still has the IBO title. So, uh, like I said, we're just waiting on what his decision is, and then whatever he decides, you know, his team will support him. Speaking of Billy Joe, you, you mentioned um, that that fight at one point was impossible to make. We know that he's planning to come back later this year. Would there be of any interest for you to want to have the conversation with, with Gennady? in regards to making that fight? You know, at that time, the interesting thing with uh, Billy Joe was because he had the WBO title. Ironically, he was, his very first fight on HBO was supposed to be against the WBO champion, Pirog, way back then. And then Pirog got injured, and then after that, it just that WBO title was out of his reach. Um, so at this point, if Triple G fights, I think he's just going to look for the biggest fights, whatever is out there for him. He's been in huge fights. He's been in some of the biggest fights in the sport of boxing. The first Canelo fight, we had the third largest gate uh, in, in Nevada uh, history. So, When you define biggest fights, is that basically the biggest names? Because at this point, it doesn't seem like world titles are really the goal for him, given that he's, he's relinquished his. Again, it's, it's going to be his decision yeah. what he wants to do, but I, I would say the biggest names out okay. there, you know, whatever drive and whatever motivates them. At 160 you, or 168, you think? He could make either. He could make either one. I know he can still make 160 if he wanted to. Yeah. He's comfortable at 168, so I think it really depends on what he wants to do. His his trainer Jonathan Banks is here. He trains uh, Cecilia, so it's kind of like still all in the family. Will he be here by chance this weekend supporting Cecilia, or is he? Where's where's he at right now? No, Triple G's with his family. He's okay. he's not going to be here for the, for this show. But uh, um, yeah, like I said, we're just going to wait to see what he says. I don't want to put any words out there for him because if I sorry, say Don, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm just, I'm, but I'm just trying to see if you do know anything. Then yeah. no, no, no insight from my side. If I say something, it always seems to kind of get twisted somehow. So you know, it, you, as soon as he makes an official statement, then we'll all know what he wants to do. I would love to ask about Usyk. Um, anything that you know in regards to your side in, in terms of this uh, supposed Saudi tournament that's happening in December? We know that obviously he needs to fight Daniel Dubois first, but there is mention, rumor, that there is this the Saudi um, tournament going on. I think Usyk's in a great position. I had the, uh, the privilege of uh, putting two HBO fights together for him in the United States. His promoter, Alexander Krasiuk, has done a tremendous job with K2 Promotions. Uh, has done a tremendous job. Anytime you ask me about Usyk, I always think about the Klitschko brothers who are, you know, Vitaly's the mayor of Kiev and Vladimir is there supporting him 100%. So 
you know, our our hearts and thoughts and prayers always go out to the people of Ukraine and what they're what they're going through right now. But what Usyk has accomplished to me, coming undisputed uh, cruiserweight champion, heavyweight champion, beating AJ twice, you know, in the prime in the prime of his career. So I think he's in a tremendous position. Uh, they they do have the purse bid coming up on the 25th, I believe it is. So. We'll see what happens with the purse bid, but uh, I have a great relationship with uh, Alexander Kraziuk, and I think he's done a tremendous job for Usyk, and he'll do the best, make the best decisions. Uh, the great thing is that Usyk has fought over there in uh, in Saudi before, and uh, and uh, you know I think a lot of options are open to him. We're hearing that the fight against Daniel Dubois could possibly end up in Poland. I'm not quite sure how accurate that, that rumor is, but... No, I, I do know that there is potential for it to go to, to Poland. Uh, I talked to uh, Alexander about that, so that would be one option if they win the purse bid, uh, staging the fight in Poland, because that's as close as you can get to uh, his home country of Ukraine. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of the, the fact that Usyk and Tyson couldn't get the fight over the line, what do you, what are your thoughts are on all of that? Do you think that Tyson Fury wants to fight Alexander Usyk? That's another thing I don't really want to inject uh, because I wasn't directly involved with that. I did get information from uh, Alexander. I know they wanted to, to fight. They wanted to make the Fury fight to become undisputed. So uh, it seemed like the information I was getting is that every request that they agreed to from Tyson's side, then it moved. It, it kept moving the ball down the road. So. I know they really wanted it. They would have come to England. They originally was going to go to the Middle East. Then it was going to go to England, which I thought would be a huge advantage for Tyson. But then he wanted more, a higher percentage, which they agreed to. The Usyk side agreed to, and then ultimately they couldn't get it done. So I don't have the exact inside details on that. But you know, it would have been a great fight, and yeah. it still is a great fight if they if they do fight at some point. I mean, I think they both have acknowledged at this point that the fight has to happen this year. So hopefully we can get that over the line at some point. Oh, for sure. If they're if they're both champions, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense to do the now is the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let's not do what others yeah. have done in the past and, and let that slip where someone ends up losing and we end up losing that mega fight. Well, uh, Tom, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. I think the press conference might even be starting the undercard. So uh, you, thank Michelle. you. Great to see you here in Ireland and all the best to you and the team. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye, fans. Sports Social Podcast Network.